Series 1, Episode 7. Hello and welcome to our Plain Jane Huddles podcast, a space for uplifting, informative and friendly conversations that we might usually be having behind closed doors with industry leaders and tastemakers who share our love and passion for the events industry. This episode was recorded on Instagram Live in 2020. So let's jump in with our seventh huddle where we chatted to Tom from 8Ray Music. Hello. Hello, Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? You okay? Good. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a bit hot and sweaty, but um, yeah. uh, but I'm all been, right. Been rushing been chasing around. after chasing after children. <laughs> I have been chasing after a little one and trying to do my makeup and trying to make a coffee and trying to oh, find okay. the right spot. So um, we're in a different location today because I'm in Austria at the moment. Um, so I was oh, rushing around okay. kind of thinking, where am I going to position myself? <laughs> oh right. So, oh, okay. but, um, I, didn't, I, I didn't think that in depth actually. <laughs> no, well yeah I'm, I'm a girl I'm a planner you know yeah you... <laughs> true very true and I didn't do my makeup either so. <laughs> <laughs> you look gorgeous hun. thank you thank you I'm a little bit sweaty though I need a bit of powder on it um so hello welcome and welcome to those back um joining us for our seventh huddle uh we had a short break last week um just to kind of regroup um and um and we're back today um with our huddle which we've been doing now for a while like I said this is our seventh week um where we are having conversations with um people that we um, love and work with and trust in the industry to talk about um, conversations, to have conversations that we would normally have, I guess, behind closed doors, you know, kind of like supplier to supplier, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and to share our love and passion for the events industry and entertainment and hospitality, um, especially at this sort of like slightly strange time, which we are slowly emerging from. Um, so thank you for joining everybody. Um, and um, as you know, this is super casual, but if you have a question for myself or for our guest, who I will introduce very shortly, um, do just pop it into the comments. And if we can, we will answer them along the way. Um, so without further ado, this is the lovely Tom from 8Ray Music, um, an entertainment agency set up in 2011. So hello, Tom. Good afternoon. How are you, Alex? You okay? Yeah, I'm well. Yeah, I'm good, really good. good. Hello, everybody. Really good. I've never done this before, so hello, everybody out there in the world. <laughs> An Instagram live virgin. I love it. I am. I am. <laughs> I'll never forget this. <laughs> this is only my seventh time, so I'm really not a pro, oh, so right, okay. um, hence why I still sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. With nerves. Um, so we are here today to talk about kind of like you guys and 8Ray. We've been using you guys for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and every single time we use you, we have a fantastic experience. Um, so can you tell me a little bit more about 8Ray? I, I think it was set up in 2011, right? And the journey of how it came about? Yes, yes. So set up in 2011, so coming up to, to 10 years in business. Um, was founded by um, JJ, who you may be... Some, some of you people may be familiar with. He's quite a face on the scene. So he's, he comes from a performance background, as do right. I. Um, so we're both musicians have been playing for, for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. And it really it, it grew out of uh, passion for, for live entertainment, really, and for, yeah. for events. You know, the, the, the effect that, that proper, good quality live entertainment can have on an event. Yeah. Um, so, and, and by being performers ourselves, it, it comes from a place of, of experience, you know, kind mm-hmm. of sh- on the shop floor, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so started started 10 years ago, but then throughout the process of really like refined everything, refined the roster, refined our values, re- refined our, our mission, ambition with everything, you know, so it's been an amazing journey. But, but so, we, 
Sorry. Did it did it sort of start with JJ sort of being a, a musician, um, kind of like you know wherever he was at that time at that time in 2011, thinking, do you know what, I I would love to actually start an agency and do it better, you know, because sometimes when you're an artist, I've heard along the way a lot of artists, whether it be dancers or musicians or acrobats, saying. I can run an agency better than who I'm with, you know, like yeah. not wanting to mention, you know, not being yeah. rude, but you know, you think you can do it better. Same as when yeah. I started my own event agency, I was right. like, I can do this, you know. Until you start um, doing it and then you think, Yeah, oh, really, okay. why did I do this? <laughs> There's a reason why not everybody, yeah. Yeah, it was, and it, it was, it was, I think really, I mean, for JJ, it was, it was out of just pure demand. Cause he's yeah. so, he's so good. He's so charismatic and he's such a, I mean, I, you know, he's, I, I suppose I have to say this, but I really do mean it that he's one of the best frontman performers I've ever I've ever seen. Amazing. And I've seen a lot. Um yeah. so it comes from like a real kind of authentic place. And he was so in yeah. demand that people you know, people wanted to book him and he wasn't available. Yeah. So natural progression is to, you know, start asking other people and your network your networking musician grows with that. And, yeah, of course. And like I said, and, and through that process you, you, you he started and probably jumped in right at the deep end and then just started to kind of put things in place and then yeah. I, I can never remember exactly but I think I've I've been working with JJ for eight Ray for about six or seven years okay I've known him a before that have you yeah I was going to say have you known him for longer have you performed yeah. with him have you played with the yeah, yeah right yeah, well he, he used to book he was our, our booking agent so a band that I played in he, okay. he was our booking agent okay um Long story, I won't go into it, but I, I, one way or another, I ended up working. He enticed you in. He enticed me in. Oh, I, I enticed him. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> no, no. Bit of both, no, no. maybe. Yeah. Um, no, I think you just you, you just know you spot the people around you. You know when there's a, a connection and when somebody. You totally do, yeah. You know, you just know, don't you? Yeah, kind of. yeah. And you have to act on it, especially in this sort of industry. I think when there's a chemistry, when there's a connection, you've got to follow your instincts, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and beautiful so I, things will happen. <laughs> they, and they have, they have happened, and they have continued Absolutely. to happen. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit more about Eight Ray, because your 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 role, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, is creative director. Right. So I'm head of creative. Head of creative. Okay, um, brilliant. I've I've worn lots of different hats, but it's, but Eight Ray Music, to going back to the kind of the basics of it, it's Eight Ray Music is, as it says on the tin, we're a music specialist. So we mm -hmm. we we specialise in knowing live music well we feel better than than anybody else in the market mm -hmm. um we don't we don't kind of do fire breathers and jugglers and all of this mm -hmm. kind of stuff we just know music and we have access to those things um yeah. but but we're all about music um we have we've got really we have a, a wide roster we have access to a wide roster of acts but we also have our own exclusive kind of core roster as well that we okay. develop ourselves that mm -hmm. we create and develop ourselves and nurture and essentially that's my job when you say the word, when you when you use the term roster, what are you yeah. just for those that don't know? What does that mean, a roster? It's it's the um, the collection of of artists and acts that we have available. Yeah, you know? brilliant. And um, so if we've got um, a specific request from from a client, it kind of varies. We have you know we have specific requests from clients that maybe um, are slightly off what we would normally do, but mm -hmm. we we know having done it for years, we know who the best uh, dancers are or the best singing waiters are or we, we yeah. just kind of know but that isn't the core driver of what we do we push our our acts that we've created ourselves first because we trust them yeah the most and you know are they predominantly singing musical acts then what you're saying yeah. is it's all but it's yeah, all about them, music yeah them music acts, so you yeah. have a 
a collection of sort of trumpeters and guitar players and singers and background, you know, backing singers yeah. and front, and then you just basically pull them together to suit the brief, to suit the client, to suit the genre yeah. um, and the repertoire that the client is, is after sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, so that would be kind of what we think of as more bespoke stuff. So we've done a lot of mm -hmm. um, bespoke projects for for brands and specific events where they might okay. want, uh, I, uh, for example, like a, an all female uh, roaming band, for example. Yeah. yeah. We, we would put that together for them, but we also have established acts that are already, you know, uh, are yeah. an entity in themselves. So it, sure. it ranges from uh, kind of solo acoustic musicians right through djs dj live acts roaming yeah. bands uh and then the full the big show bands you know yeah yeah um all, so all singing all dancing yeah absolutely all singing all dancing yeah literally yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes yeah in most cases so yeah you also so you, you also do a quite a lot of club work is that right because i remember i think you're kind of involved in some of the kind of like the private members clubs and providing bands for those on, on a regular basis they're kind of like house bands and things like that don't you yeah exactly so we are Essentially, we have three main revenue streams, um, mm -hmm. which which is the private events, which we would call private events, but that would be you know uh, dealing directly with a with a, a couple, um, mm -hmm. a bride and a groom, dealing directly okay. with somebody who's having their own party. Um, then we have our kind of what we would call the corporate revenue stream, which is uh, wedding planners, event planners, mm -hmm. who you know are like us, like ourselves. Um, and then also directly with brands as well. And we right. do a lot of big sporting events. Oh, good. So oh, do you? Yeah, we, we, we work with uh, the Jockey Club, Formula One. Um, so we, well, it was supposed to go out to Monaco again this year, but we didn't. Oh, <laughs> shame. It'll be back. It'll be back. It'll be back, <laughs> yeah. Um, providing all sorts of live entertainment across the board. At, uh, right. Even things like in Henley Regatta, which is a local mm -hmm. event for us. We provide. Mm -hmm. A, a, the vast majority of the live entertainment amazing uh, i've always wanted to go to the henry regatta it looks fantastic well you're you're always welcome next time thank next you year, oh, brilliant we'll, we'll, we, we we often host events and and networking events and things there so oh i'm gonna hold you to that one babe yeah yeah it's a screenshot <laughs> i think so. yeah exactly if anyone <laughs> yeah. if anyone's recording this please <laughs> yeah, yeah um on the third revenue stream that 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 you would uh, touched on is what we call residency so um bars okay. clubs hotels okay. um yeah uh we, yeah. we provide lots of music at arsenal football club for example which yeah. we, we would deem a residency and places like quaglinos and yeah you know lovely oh like great venue yeah yeah absolutely. especially for private parties uh quaglinos it's amazing it's really space, good. isn't it it's yeah. really good yeah. yeah and it's really good for us it's really good recurring income um yeah. and and we we work with really quality venues that that are aligned with the quality of acts that we yeah that we provide you know so yeah, yeah absolutely and i guess we yeah. always we always like to sort of like touch on this and we're not going to focus on it anymore we were focusing on at the beginning of our huddles but i just want to touch on it obviously it's the elephant in the room sometimes there's the old sort of c word just kind of like obviously <laughs> yeah. entertainment entertainment got a really big um knock as did events yeah. um and you know literally i'm assuming and i know actually that your artists literally from one day to the next had no work um and you know how was how everyone doing i know that a few people kind of got really knocked by it some people kind of just held on in there but how's everyone doing now is everyone all right how are you guys I doing I, th I think um uh, it's a process of of realization and acceptance mm. isn't it you know it's, it is. it's like for me for me personally it was initially it was really really frustrating mm -hmm. uh, because if you you know if you work 
if your job is very very closely tied with your hobby or your passion which is entirely so in, in most our of case, us are yeah absolutely yeah like not only does your 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 work stop your your kind of your hobby and your passion stops as well yeah um, it does life sort it? of stops doesn't it like, really life, i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because because you're you know as a like if you've a, a creatively led person who has ideas all the time yeah um i'm i'm and i am we as a company very much believe in creativity has to have a purpose you know Mm -hmm. don't be creative for the sake of being creative because yeah. you end up in all sorts of don't shout for the sake of shouting don't make noise yeah. for the sake of absolutely yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah exactly so it has to have a purpose and has to be an end, an end goal with with the ideas you have so in that initial phase it was kind of like oh, all, these, all these ideas all these projects that that there's no point really this is my thought but there's no point thinking about it because i can't do anything yeah. about it initially but then over time accepting that and actually realizing that it's actually an opportunity to, to think longer term mm -hmm. you know just you can you can have ideas and you can put all the elements in place now and then when it's so long-term business thinking yeah business yeah. thinking but also creative thinking in terms of yeah. new apps and new projects you know um so it was a process of acceptance and i think mm -hmm. i think probably the same for musicians you know it's tough for musicians because unless you've got another income stream it's very hard mm -hmm. to have that taken away totally um but i i think i think you know we're we're actually really excited as a company we're really excited because we've got some really kind of amazing tangible things that we're working on so did you do some sort of virtual have you been involved in any of the kind of like virtual you know music online stuff what yeah. what, what have you been doing so um i wasn't as heavily involved because I, i've actually been furloughed I've, I've just come back recently to kind of but, Welcome um, back to the world of work. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, JJ, our founder, who I mentioned earlier, he he was heavily involved in uh, what well, he actually uh, came up with the idea and ran uh, an event called Henley Lockdown Festival. Wow, oh, brilliant! Um, which was entirely virtual. Um, yeah. He had all sorts of amazing bands playing. There was there was yoga. There was cookery. There was children's entertainment. Um, oh, amazing! Yeah, and was there a good was response to it? Really well very right. in terms of yes. the audience but also in terms of um in terms of the it was it was the idea was to raise money for charity okay and, and they raised twenty two thousand pounds in a day so amazing well done well done so AJ. yeah it was it was incredible it, it, yeah. it was uh, i think for him it was an amazing very cathartic process yeah i can imagine especially when you're when, when you're not doing what you love so to find another another way to get around that is brilliant isn't it yeah. but that's all part of the breathing space to be able to be a bit more creative which was, it seems to be a current you know a thread that's popping up on every call I have on every sort of you know like puzzle I yeah. have with creative thinkers you you need that space to think outside the box again because almost you definitely. get a little bit boxed in don't you when you start definitely. thinking about business and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and you also yeah. you also worked with us on the positive notes, positive notes. Like, you know yes. it, it yeah. feels like it was a lifetime ago now but right it, at the beginning of lockdown and we, we sort of you know came up with the concept of positive notes and, and you guys kind of like came on board with us which I thought was Fantastic. So thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. Um, pleasure. I think it was it was a really good outlet for the musicians, you know, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, Giving for them a chance know... to play. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. And, and um, the musicians sending videos and coming up with their own ideas for songs and having a brief, you know, like having yeah. 
something thinking about songs that fit with the brief you know it's quite yeah. probably quite good for a musician you know like yeah that. it's absolutely for those that you don't know I know you were just about to say that when you um, but for those that you that don't know we um we did a, a weekly positive notes where we got um eight ray artists to sing um a re an upbeat positive song and you know in their own space in their own home you know garden um record it just very raw um and um you know very quickly i mean to be honest i think we probably saw john Le i think hannah saw john legend do it i think that's what it is hannah's a yeah. massive john legend fan yeah. as we all know yeah, um, and she saw him do it and we were like how do we do this i was like uh, yeah. Not quite on legend, but um, <laughs> yeah, well, but let's get involved, and um, and and then so lots of your artists, which was wonderful, came came through and, and produced some really really lovely. And actually, as the weeks progressed, they started getting really cool, like all the editing and stuff, editing in between, and yeah, like yeah. playing multiple instruments and editing it together, which I thought yeah. was absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah, they more time on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. We won't, we won't yeah. get that again, will we? In mm. six months' time. Well, we will see, but yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. So, so in terms of kind of like creative inspiration, you are head of creative. Um, where do you kind of like, what does your job entail? And where do you kind of find inspiration and creative inspiration for the job that you do in, in the music industry? Um, so in terms of what the job entails, um, it's all of the creative aspects of, of what we do, which is obviously quite a lot being a, yeah. being a music agency. Um, yeah. But it, it, it runs right from, from the marketing side of things. So kind of overseeing the, uh, the digital marketing. Mm -hmm. um the copy that we use the content that we use i i create a lot of the copy the content myself a lot of the video okay. editing and stuff i do myself right okay um so from a from a marketing perspective the creative involved in that and then right through to um like i mentioned before the relationship that we have with the acts that we've created ourselves mm -hmm. is is like start to finish so it's from the concept right from from naming the band brand styling the band branding it you know shooting the promo videos uh and then creating ongoing content that we can keep rolling out. yeah so that that's really cool that's really interesting so how how does that process work if you when you do you see a gap in your like roster do you see a gap in the market and go right we need a band that does i don't know country music or something like that and then you just literally look for the people and look for how, how does it work it, it it depends yes definitely like so we're, we're very very much um market well, I was going to say we're market-led. We're very market-aware. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're very aware of what the trends are and what other people are doing. But then we're also, uh, you know, we're, we're, we, we have a set of core values that, that we work from, and I know you guys do, and they're really important to us. Um, yeah, absolutely. Two of which are developing raw talent and then leading through creativity. Um, okay. So the developing nice. raw talent aspect is, as it, as it says on the tin, really, it's about... Um, the network of musicians that we know and the talent that, that we know and working with them in a way that is um, uh, conducive with the style that, you know, the style mm -hmm. that they are. So working from them outwards. Yeah. So if they're, you know, if they're quite sort of uh, funk orientated, then we would build mm -hmm. something that's like funk orientated around them rather yeah. than trying to mold cool. them into something else. Yeah, nice. Um, but then also, also then trying to actually kind of disrupt a little bit, you know, and, um, which I think is really important. Definitely. You know, absolutely you... in every industry, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially now. Um, yeah. And, and trying to kind of uh, break the mold a little bit and think of things that that maybe haven't been touched on, or because otherwise you're always on the back foot. You know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You're so always playing catch up, aren't you? You're, yeah, always, totally. yeah, you're always playing catch yeah. up. So it's yeah. it's it's a balance because if you just do that, then you kind of 
a bit exposed, but you know, uh, yeah. So it's it's a really it's you've got to be brave. You've got to be brave with it, yeah. And and that's why I was saying, you know, uh, that kind of creativity with purpose. Yeah, nice. Not just creating band because it's fun and exciting, but creating them because there's a gap or because people need it or because or because you've seen somebody that really has something and you think we have yeah. to help this person. Yeah. Be what they're meant to be. Yeah. Be who they're meant to be. Yeah, exactly. yeah, amazing. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's so, a nice job to have, isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's, it's been a bit a like Simon Cowell. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, I, I don't wear my trousers quite as high, <laughs> and I don't. Well, we can't see that far down, so I, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's been a long journey to that point. You know, coming as being a musician initially, um, but then like wearing so many hats within Eight Race. So I've, I've worked in the sales side of things. I've I've, I've worked in the marketing side of side of things and and yeah it all kind of melts into one i but it also comes from thing. being you know a fairly small type team isn't it you often yeah. i mean you know in 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 my in plain jane we're the same like i've worn a million hats at the very beginning mm. and i started giving a few away but i still kind of like you know try them on every now and again yeah that must be quite hard <laughs> that, to do that though to like to, it's your baby and to just kind of give that away to people right? yeah right it, people. it was it was a big turning point for me it really was but it also was the sort of like the start of how the business actually kind of like grew you know because mm. I really knew that if I didn't give away relinquish some of the control I would never get to where I was today right. you know I couldn't do it one one woman yeah. band you know so um getting my first employee and then actually starting to trust people more and more and it was a couple of years ago that I sort of just relinquished complete control of day-to-day -day events so that I could actually manage the business rather than manage events, and so it's, um, yeah. it's it, it is it is tricky. But I, I I you know I think sometimes to the detriment and sometimes not. I think the girls get a little bit annoyed with me sometimes. I always dip my toe back in the water, and I'm always like, so what's going on with this? What about this? <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just like back off, well, it's, Alex. <laughs> it's understandable, isn't it? It's like it's that balance between like JJ was always saying about this difference between working on the business and working in the business. You know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you've got to work on the business. You've got to work on the business, and you've got. But but if but if it's your passion, and if it's what you're good at, and what you know, what you know, you've got to be able to dip back into the business as well whenever you need it to sort of replenish yeah. your sort of soul and replenish your what you love about the industry, which yeah. is what we found through kind of like lockdown and kind of like this whole Corona thing is that us business owners have been able to get back to that side of things for a while, mm. which has been a really nice little yeah. kind of you know like reintroduction to yeah. my party planning days you know which has been lovely so um so yeah. in, ter in terms of business and like you know and, and lessons in business you guys obviously you know you're what are you uh, nine years old um and yeah. um you've been yeah. with when what did you say sort of seven or eight years or so would yeah, you say that <laughs> yeah, yeah something like that all <laughs> merges into one what would yeah. you say is your kind of like your sort of best advice sort of lessons in business that you that you have for anyone wanting to start out now i would say i think I think like I touched on before, I think it's, it's actually the importance of, of a culture mm -hmm. and, and values. Mm -hmm. And then, because once you, once you've established that, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's one thing knowing what you do, but it's another thing knowing how you want to do it and why you want to do it, mm -hmm. you know? And, and then once you know that, I think then you can start to bring in the right people that are aligned mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, that truly recruitment's so hard, you know, it's, mm -hmm. As you know, it's so it hard isn't it? <laughs> yeah, to, to, it is. to find the right people that are, that are properly, properly aligned with what you want to do and what you want to yeah. achieve. 
there are so many people out there you know and to find that it's like a needle in a haystack isn't it really yeah um yeah, and exactly. you have to you have to know what your message is you have to know what you what you want yeah. before you can actually find it so you need to identify it in yourself and that actually took me a long time to identify i just always knew and sort of felt it if you if you like right. you know and as soon as i started getting people to help me verbalize my values and put it down on paper mm. and actually put it into a set of values you know which felt felt very corporate to me at yeah first. it feels like oh, i've managed you yeah know, managed it's like really that's what they do it's kind of like yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah but actually it really sort of changed mm. our culture and that's what's helped us develop as a as a company and as a team yeah. um so i you're you're spot on i totally agree i think uh, culture and values is, is at the heart isn't it's, it really it is definitely and yeah. you know and because within that is the value of of not compromising on quality or mm-hmm. yeah. you know which which we're all about it's it's not cutting corners it's not um stacking yeah. them high and selling them cheap which no you know like kind of i think when we first started out it um it was more of a thing of having a big roster and yeah. there was still that amazing relationship with the acts but it was a bigger roster and it was like not stack them high sell them cheap but stack them sort of high and sell them at mid price you know where yeah, yeah yeah as you start to enter that kind of uh, the more luxury market, you know, you, you start to refine things. And... You, you totally, that's exactly what I was thinking. You do, you refine, don't you? You just right. shave off the bits around the edge and yeah. you just have this really beautiful, like, yeah. little business model that you're left yeah. with that you can exactly. really, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's the quality that you have always had inside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it comes from years of talking about it as well. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Yeah, years yeah. of chatting to friends or chatting to, to people. Oh, what do you do? You know, oh, well, and it becomes just like, well, rehearsing, it's like, no messing i know we know what we do and yeah. we know what we're good at yeah and then we know where we want to be you know yeah. and it's, it's like straight down the line then you know? so what have you got on the horizons what's going to happen kind of like once we're all back to kind of like being able to partay like it's 2001 <laughs> 2021 <laughs> sorry yeah, 2021 yeah. even <laughs> <laughs> um what have we got on the so we, we've done a bit of kind of like um the process of pivoting on a few things you know we still we're still very much about amazing live entertainment that's still very much a focus but there's there's a whole world now of well a virtual world now yeah, of events there really um, is it's a big thing and we we've done a few already mm-hmm. so i mentioned the lockdown uh yeah, festival henley. We did. yeah. And we're working with henley festival um who are obviously not having the festival this year but they're doing a one-day virtual event on sunday amazing um, this sunday this Sunday, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Um, I I do a, a drop with all the links and stuff. I don't know them, <laughs> but maybe. Oh, that's okay. No, because we can yeah. put them into that. We can put them in afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get them over to you. But we've we've got um, Beverly Knight doing a set. Um, oh, amazing! Oh, you know, it's, it's some amazing artists playing. Will Young, um, doing a, a virtual uh, virtual festival. Fantastic festival. So we. Um, do you, you, sorry, when you do that, do you do it from what do you, I mean, with safe distancing, obviously, but do you do it in one place or do you get the artists to do it from their own studios? Because one of the things I realise is that a lot of your artists actually have studios in their homes, which is very yeah. kind of like, you know, Dr. Dre and kind of like, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, having yeah. their big studio. Um, yeah. So do you, is that what you do? You get them to sort of do it themselves or do you bring them to a studio or how, how, are you, how do you actually, fun- how does that function? Well, I, I actually don't know for the, because I've not been involved in Henley Festival event so i actually don't know but i i think it will be done remotely um i assume it will be done remotely um but i know that with lockdown festival we had we had like a main kind of hub studio and then there was there were there was stuff happening from there but then there were events kind of from people's gardens there was like a yoga 
yoga yeah. okay. instructions from someone's garden and things so okay and then it's all just streamed and it's all streamed centrally then yeah yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, nice. yeah. so so the, the i think the virtual events thing is is going to be a really big thing and we yeah. we are definitely like looking at that and staying on that um, really absolutely we should we should I, I do think that it will sort of like once parties are back which you know which they will be you know real human parties yeah. <laughs> but I, I, everyone will go you know full uh, full pelt at it but i yeah. i do think that the virtual work will take a bit of a dip again i think once everyone's happy to and then i think it will slowly kind of come back up again personal yes. view and i think you're right it's I'm just trying to avoid the sun. Look, oh, I'm just yes. kind of like being, feeling a bit vampire-ish. I'm like, I keep moving over, <laughs> shimmying over. I have a bad spot for next week. It's obviously sunny that. in Austria. <laughs> it is very sunny. Look, what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I totally lost, it is a flag of filter. I've totally lost my train of thought now. What was I just saying? Uh, <laughs> That's baby brain for you. Still around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, events, anyway. Um, there's going to be a dip and it's going to... Oh, virtual events and then we're going to come back. And, and I think virtual events will actually... But there'll be a, maybe quite a nice happy medium between them. So actually getting yourself in there and understanding how they work, which is exactly what we're doing as well. And we're already doing a few for them this summer. Um, I think that's a really... Um, sensible thing to do really isn't it more than anything so yeah i think so like like you say it's it's not a a knee-jerk thing where you oh we just got to get on that latest fad you know it's something that i think will the industry will change in a way yeah yeah that will last i think yeah um so So we are we're almost out of time babe i just wanted we were sort of asking everybody actually we all we are we've just we've done half an hour already it goes so fast it's mental Um, but i wanted to end asking you what we we're asking all our guests um, once uh, we, this is all over, and if you had all the money in the world and whatever, you could do whatever you wanted to, what would be your post-lockdown party? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. the world is your oyster, baby. You can go wherever you want to do. You can invite whoever you want to invite. Just Ooh, a couple of little okay. bits that you might fancy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry oh, to throw this on you. <laughs> no, no, my problem is restricting it to one thing. <laughs> oh, but tell away. me loads. Tell me, tell me a few things. <laughs> well, I, I think um, so. I think like something, something festival theme. We've been doing a lot of fest, kind of yeah. festival theme stuff, and we're looking more and more at that as well. So it'd be yeah. festival themed because that means mm-hmm. then we can have everyone from our roster playing. Well, Hannah just <laughs> said which band, and I thought there is uh, no way you're going to pick one on this. Who are you? <laughs> oh, I mean, I've John got Legend. I've got all the money in the world. John Legend. <laughs> would the, it be John Legend? It'd be John Legend, but it would, what would happen is there would be one ticket available to start with, and John Le- Legend's going to play to one person, and that would be Hannah. That's the, oh, pre, that's that's the pre-opening. Oh, bless. Right, pre-opening. And then, okay, and then they open sneak the doors peek. to the public. Okay, lovely. This and is your them. party, you know, not Hannah's. Yeah, yeah, I'll just I'll drop that in there for her. She always gets a look in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, festival-themed. Like, yeah, festival-themed. Yeah. Big bet, lot, lots of bands. Yeah. Yeah, lots, lots of, of colours, lots of lots of amazing food. Yeah, no. That's probably not a very a very uh, good answer, but that is what I do. No, do you know what? But this is exactly what it doesn't it doesn't have to be, you know, original because this is what we're all craving, this is what we're all missing, isn't it? Just kind of yeah. coming together and just like listening to music together yeah. as, a, as a group. So yeah, yeah and that's oh, exactly what eight way music are about as well. So um, yes, it's yes. um it's a nice kind of like it's a nice little link and, and back in again. It is. So, well hopefully we can make that happen. 
you know, we definitely will make that happen. It, <laughs> Absolutely, we definitely will make something happen. We've been saying that we're, we're playing Jane of Ten this year, and we were going to have yes. a tenth birthday party, yeah. and I think it's probably going to be an eleventh birthday party. Um, and obviously, we've already been chatting to you guys, so we'd love to use some of your artists. Um, so oh, hopefully, definitely. that will be yeah. part and parcel of it as well. So definitely, listen, yeah, um, yeah, we'd love to be involved. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for being our guest pleasure. today, um, thank you. and thank you for your time. You're so welcome. You've been a lovely guest. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our chat. We'll be back next time with another brilliant guest and more in-depth chats with a glass of something in hand. So until then, if you'd like more information about us and what we do, head over to plainjaneevents.com or you can find us on Instagram at plainjaneevents. See you next time. Bye.